Hey, y'all. Welcome or welcome back to the Goals and Gloves podcast. I'm your host, Latricia Jacobs. My sole purpose with this podcast is to teach you how to step into your glow up season and intentionally create the next level version of yourself. So grab your headphones, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. All right. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. So today's topic is how to learn to love yourself. So don't ask me, I just said it like that. It just felt the need to be extra and dramatic. So if you listen to the previous episode on the podcast, I talked about how this week was all about self-care versus self-love and how to just embrace all of you and what makes you you and fall madly over what they say over the heels in love with yourself. Is that how they say that? I don't know. We're going to rock with it. But anyway, really, this week is just all about laying that foundation for self-love, self-care and being willing to do the things that we talk about on this podcast and probably every other self-help or mindset podcast that you listen to. Um, Yeah. So if you haven't listened to the previous episode, make sure that you do that. That one was a breakdown of self-love versus self-care what you need to know and why they are absolutely not the same thing, but you do need both of them in order to truly embody that healed next level version of yourself. Okay. So in this episode, we're going to actually be talking about more diving more into the self love side of things. And then the episode that it will be going live after this is going to be about self care. So the first episode was breaking down the difference between the two. This episode is going to be about self love. So deeper into that and then the next episode will go deeper into self-care so really the way I've structured this episode is I have seven different things that have been the most impactful and useful for me when it comes to increasing how I care about myself and how I feel about myself. So if you didn't listen to the previous episode, I talked about how self-love is more so about the feeling and the mindset about around your ability to see that you are worthy of working on, right? And so a lot of the times, the things that we allow slip, the things, the way that we allow people to treat us the way that we treat ourselves comes back to self-love right um and some people confuse that with self-worth and we didn't really dive deep into that but i think they are a little bit interchangeable but i still think they're very different right to me again self-love is your mindset around everything else being possible, right? So you really can't have a high self-worth if you don't love yourself enough to believe that you have your worth, uh, you know, high self-worth, right? You won't do the actions, which is how we explain self-care. So self-care is the actions that you do. A lot of people say, oh, if you love yourself, you would, you know, buy yourself Starbucks and get your nails done and all that good stuff. And while I'm a huge proponent of that, I'm going to talk about that here shortly, but Um, And actually, we're going to dive more into that topic in the next episode. But in order for all of those things to matter, you have to love yourself enough for them to matter. Right. So when people tell me um, I'm having trouble showing up or I'm having trouble doing this or staying consistent with my weight loss goals or whatever it is. Right. A lot of it just comes back to they don't believe that they're work like you want the body. You might be doing the things for the body, but you don't believe it. And I feel like that lack of belief is what causes a lot of us to struggle in so many different areas of our life, of our, you know, if you run a business at work, right? If you don't have a high level of self-love for yourself, it is very, very hard to 
show up as the next level version of yourself or to receive, <laughs> receive the things that you actually want. And so I went more in depth of this, like I said, about the definitions and how they apply and things like that in the previous episode. But I kind of wanted to just, you know, explain it a little bit here if you haven't listened to that one, but definitely go back and check it out. So in this episode, I have seven, like I said, different things that I've done that have been the most impactful for me on my self-love journey, things that I do on a consistent basis. And so I wanted to share them with you. So the first one that I have is being mindful of how you talk to and about yourself. So if you have been following the self-love hashtags for any amount of time on Instagram or TikTok, right, you've heard people say that, you know, be careful how you talk to yourself. And I honestly didn't think this was important. I didn't. I really didn't. I didn't think like, girl, my, my body know what I want. Right. I might say, oh, you getting fat or you getting big or um, this is hard. You're not going to be able to do whatever it is. Right. But I, I had the belief that like, you know, I just be playing. I don't, I don't be meaning none of that. <laughs> and so but I really realized the power of our words and how we speak to ourselves and how we speak about ourselves. And the realization that I had was that the way that I was speaking to myself internally, I would never one, say it out loud to anybody else about myself. And two, I would never say those things about somebody else. So watch your mouth, right? If you wouldn't say the things that you say in your head about yourself to somebody else, or you wouldn't say those things about somebody else to them, don't say them to yourself. And this is a practice, right? I don't think you ever fully just 100% always happy. And I love everything about myself and nothing negative ever comes out. What I've learned to do is that when I do have those negative thoughts, because to me, if you're thinking it, it's words, right? So it doesn't have to be anything that you're necessarily just verbalizing. If you're thinking it, it's a negative thought. It's something negative you're saying to yourself or about yourself. I immediately make myself reshape that and reform that, right? So if I'm talking about my weight, for example, I might look in the mirror after taking a shower, like, dang, you getting big, right? So then immediately I make myself shift that like, yeah, I'm a little bit heavier than what I wanna be, but I've been consistent in the gym, I'm on the path. So I'm heavier right now, but I'm working on it. And sometimes it really is just that shifting perspective. So I went from thinking I was fat to like, yeah, okay, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I'm not where I was, you know, three months ago when I wasn't working out at all. And so that is my way to combat those negative thoughts and negative beliefs. And I really make myself reshape, reshape them and reframe them like in the moment. Okay. I tried to move my hand when I was snapping because I don't want it to be too loud in the mic, but y'all get my joke. Now, the second thing that I want to talk about for this episode was um, taking care of yourself and how you show up. So this fits a little bit on the self-care side. But again, I think the mindset behind this is what matters. Now, let's not get this confused with, oh, well, you have to get dressed every day. You got to be cute and be presentable. If that's you, then do you. So I have people who I talk to and they'll ask me this like, well, should I, you know, do I need to get dressed every day? And I think it depends on the personality. If that's something that you normally do and now you're not doing it, yes, you need to do that, right? If before you let negative thoughts take over, 
you were a girl who got up, did her hair, did her makeup, even if you were lounging on the couch, yes, I think you should do that because that is you getting back to your authentic self. Now for me, <laughs> the girl who lives in like jogging pants, leggings and basketball shorts and her husband's basketball shorts and t-shirts, no, that would not be me being authentic, right? So that is relative to just you, whatever makes you feel put together, right? So I get up, I you know do my skincare, I wash my you know wash my face, do all those things, and then I put on clothes. So one of the things that I do do for me, do do for me. <laughs> is I do change out of what I slept in. So if I slept in basketball shorts, then I get up and I just throw on a t-shirt and some leggings and maybe brush my edges and then I go about my day, right? So this will look different depending on what matters to you, but also taking care of yourself is going to the dentist, going to the doctor, getting your annual exam, um, you know, changing up the foods that you eat and, you know, all those different things, brushing your teeth and all that kind of stuff. Like it's not just this glamorous process. Um, it really is just showing up for how you want to show up. So again, it's relative to the person because everybody's idea and version of showing up for themselves and taking care of themselves is going to be completely different depending on the person and depending on where they are in their journey as well. Um, so the third thing is to prioritize what's important to and for you. So part of loving yourself is making yourself a priority. And as a mom, this is something that I really struggle with. And this is something that my little sister really helped me with and kept hammering into me, if we're being honest, um, was the fact that being a mom, I, I wasn't a bad mom if I put myself first, right? I could take care of myself first and still take care of my family, still take care of my kids without being a bad mom. And so it was really important for me when I had kids to be present. Um, it's just something that I brought from my childhood that I wanted to make sure that I reinforced with my kids. And yeah, you know, it's a whole little, you know, you got your childhood traumas, all that stuff. But that was one of my big beliefs. Like I wanted to be present with my kids. I didn't want, you know, any barriers, but that led to me putting myself constantly on the back burner and nobody ever asked me to do that. And that's a whole nother conversation about these rules and beliefs that we put on ourselves that literally nobody has ever even said you need to do you just made it a thing and so now it's a thing but um part of loving yourself is making yourself a priority meaning that what you need or just want can come first now i'm not saying that you know we all know as a mom or just you know you got a job you got things to do it's not saying that every time in every situation you're going to be able to put things on the back burner and just take care of yourself but a good majority of the time you should be the first priority and that's why you see a lot of people promote like morning routines and all that kind of stuff, because it really does allow you the space to focus on you first. Like if you don't do anything else for yourself during the day, at least in the morning, you spent 15 minutes just taking care of yourself. And um, we're going to talk about this a little bit more in the next episode where I talk about self-care and things like that. But I really am very big on prioritizing what Latricia needs. Like, what do I need right now? Because I've learned that if I take care of myself and I keep my cup full, everybody else gets the benefit. And this is true, whether you're a mom or not, like 
if you're the primary caretaker for your family, if your family is always coming to you, everybody benefits when you are well. And so you have to keep that in mind and make sure that you are doing the things that allow for you to show up the way that you want to show up by building yourself first. Okay. Um, the fourth one is being willing to change how you think. And so this kind of goes back to the words that you say, but this is more so the mindset work, right? So if you have negative beliefs around, you know, money, if, you know, anytime I get money, I lose it. Anytime, you know, people who make a lot of money are assholes or whatever it is, right? Whatever that belief is, you have to be willing to change it. And this could be how you feel about yourself when you look in the mirror. This could be the money example. This could be about starting a business. Like nobody else in your family has ever started a business or people have tried and it's failed. And now you want to do it, but you have this belief that it's not possible. Part of loving yourself is believing that you can be, you can have a new belief. Right. So what I'm basically saying is everything that you believe doesn't have to be true, but you have to be willing to do the work to shift your mindset around that. If you believe something that is negative and not serving you, then you have to love yourself enough to create a new belief. So if you believe that, you know, starting a business and everybody in your family has tried has failed, you have to believe that you get to be the game changer. You have to believe that you have what is needed, what the other people in your family were lacking in order to build that dream business, right? Um, you have to really put in the work. And that's the thing, like, I don't think we understand. And this is why social media, while it is so great, um, you know, and I think that social media definitely helps us to get the ball rolling. I'm not one of those people who say, oh, well, social media makes it this. Da, 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 da. No, I'm not doing that. I think social media exposes us to things that we didn't even know we needed to work on. However, the caveat to that is that a lot of the times it's over glamorized and we don't realize how much work goes into this. Right. Healing is work. Working on yourself is work. Changing beliefs that have been embedded in you since you were a little kid and that everybody else in your family believes in going against the grain is hard and it is work. Nobody ever said it was going to be easy. And so that's why you will hear me say a lot with the be willing. I say that pretty much in all the episodes I talk about, like you have to be willing to do it because it's not going to be easy. So you have to make sure that you're fully committed to this process and to this journey because while it may look cute and you're going to have your Instagrammable moments, it's not always going to be pretty. Sometimes it is going to be literally doing the things that need to be done through tears. And then other times you'll be smiling and having a ball. So, you know, what I'm saying? it's about balance. Okay. Um, the fifth thing is intentionally letting go of what doesn't serve you. So, um, I feel like willing and intentional, those are like my go-to words, right? Because it's one thing to just drop things because they didn't work or they don't fit. That's fine. But when I say being intentional about what you let go of, that means that you put thought into it and you know exactly why you let that thing go and what what that result serves you, right? So if it's a family member that you normally hang out with, that you cool with, and you had to put a boundary in place because it just was no longer serving you, either something they did, the way that they are, or y'all just don't mesh, whatever it is. 
right? That to me is something that you intentionally let go of. You let go of that for a purpose. And I think it's important to know those purposes because when those things circle back around, which they will, you have to make sure that you actually have the discipline and the, um, will (laughs) to continue to keep that boundary in place so yes let go of things that don't serve you like if you always eat a bag of chips before you go to bed that's easy let it go you know it's not healthy don't do it okay just don't do it right that's easy but when it comes to those harder things like i say of family members or at work or just things you do and say about yourself those are not as easy to let go of or even to identify so that's where that being intentional about it comes into play Number six is to celebrate what's working for you. A lot of the times on our self-care, personal growth journeys, we tend to focus on all of the things that we need to fix. And obviously being self-aware is so important, right? You have to know what you're trying to fix in order to fix it. Talk a lot about outcomes in the previous episodes. Um, But don't forget to love on yourself. Don't forget to celebrate yourself. That's why I'm so big on milestones. Like I told you guys in the previous episode that I was working on a goal planner for you guys. And for every part of your goal that you break down and have milestones, I make you choose a way to celebrate it because constantly being in go mode, hustle mode, fix mode, it's draining because I already told y'all like this process is not easy. Nobody said this was easy. You're going to have to, um, you know, put the work in there and you're going to have to, um, show up and it's not, it's going to be messy and it's going to be hard. So when you do have those moments where you're consistent and you hit your goal and, you know, things just seem to be flowing and going like celebrate that. I don't care if it's an extra cup of coffee, if it's a trip, if it's, you know, um, just saying for the rest of the day, I'm taking off and watching my favorite movie because I want to just like, it doesn't have to be grand. It can, Take you a trip, boo, okay? I'm not telling you not to. Don't ever say Trish told me, Latricia told me not to take a trip because you no, girl, book that flight, okay? But, you know, celebrate those good things. Don't just let them be good things. Oh, okay, I did that. Check it off and keep going. No, no, no. Celebrate everything about you. You lost a pound, girl, you better do a happy dance. You lost 10 pounds, you better treat yourself to something. You've signed your first client. You sold your first product. You better celebrate it. Don't get so busy fixing yourself that you forget to celebrate the things that you actually fix. Make sense? Makes sense. Okay. Um, and then the seventh and final thing is to just give yourself grace and space. So I believe it was episode number two where I talked about what to do when everything seems hard. Um, and I talked about the importance of giving yourself both space and grace. But what I want to say now is that you really have to give yourself one, the space to actually do what needs to be done. And this goes back to that being willing to actually do the work. So if you say that you're trying to fix something, you have to actually give yourself the space that you need to fix it. And that's where those boundaries come into place. That's where having a plan, which is what I'm helping you guys create when I launched a goal planner. Um, and all that kind of stuff. Like you actually have to actually have to have a system for how you're going to get this done. You have to give yourself the actual 
time and materials and resources, whatever else that you need to actually get it done. Don't set yourself up for failure, basically. Right. Um, and then the grace part is really just understanding that you are human. You are going to make mistakes. You're not going to hit every milestone. You're not going to do everything. It's going to be places and times where everything just feels like it is not working. You're going to have moments where you want to quit. You're going to have moments where you're doubting yourself. No, again, I said again, nobody ever said this was going to be easy. It's going to be worth it, but it won't always be easy. Okay. So with that being said, <laughs> that is it for this episode. So let's recap so you guys can have those. So the first way, so again, we're talking about how to learn to love yourself. So the first one is being mindful of how you talk to and about yourself. Number two, take care of yourself and how you show up. Number three, prioritize what's important to and for you. Number four, be willing to change how you think. Number five, intentionally let go of what doesn't serve you. Number six, celebrate what's working for you. And number seven, give yourself grace and space. So I would really love to know what you guys thought about this episode. So make sure that you leave a review if you haven't done so already. I would really, really appreciate it. It is literally the best way for people to find out about the show. But it also lets me know if you are liking the episodes and what I'm talking about and all that kind of good stuff. Also, make sure to take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, share it on your stories or something like that. Tag me at I'm just Latricia. I have my handle and links and everything like that in the description of this episode. But that is it for this one, you guys. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.